Hello and welcome to another episode of Nation Discloses. We are on a path to freedom and I've been learning a lot recently actually. I've started trying to enforce my rights, uh, well practice enforcing my rights. I've been learning how to do so. I had a an issue the other day, probably last week, where I actually got a, a parking ticket. Now it was parked legally and this was at like four o'clock in the morning, literally four one AM. I was given a violation ticket for improper registration. It's not a law, it's a city ordinance and they want me to pay $15 plus tax, which is $1, um, because they decided to run my plates and feel that I deserve to pay them money. Now, a lot of people would say, well, it's only $16. What's, uh, what's the harm in paying that? It's the principal. I have committed no crime. I am not living lawlessly. I have not hurt anyone with my property. I do not intend to hurt anyone with my property. I live responsibly. In fact, um, I went out to the bars, had a few drinks. I was actually recovering from those drinks, so that's why I was out so late. And when I got there around 5 a.m., I'm a little late bird. When I got there around that time, there was four cops in, uh, investigating a car behind me, just kind of going through it because I think they were just bored. And so they kind of started this war. And um, so I'm like, all right. So I decided to send them what is called a conditional acceptance letter, which is basically um, me trying to maintain honor with these people because the moment that I sign that ticket or the moment I pay it off, then I have basically condemned myself and made myself guilty of whatever crime they say that I have committed, even though no person was injured, harmed, and I had no intention of injuring or harming another person. And this is basically what I've been talking about. When I'm talking about civil statutory law, I don't know if you guys have been following at all with... um, some of my YouTube videos, but if you haven't, go ahead and check some of those things out. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Um, we're, we're talking about these police officers have uh, had an oath to the Constitution, right, to defend the Constitution and to defend the both the separation of our private and our public rights, which is what the government is supposed to do, and which is what government agents, particularly policemen, should be doing. Now, I memorized the Constitution yesterday, so I'm going to do my best to try and verbalize to you guys uh, what they should be defending and what they are not defending. So we, the people of the United States of America, I'm not reading this at all, I'm memorizing, I memorized it. We, the people of the United States of America, oh man, I put way too much pressure on myself. Um, all right, now I can't. Now I can't do it. I put way too much pressure on myself. Give me one second. Now I have to pull it up. See, sometimes it's just better just go ahead and just say what you need to say instead of uh, prefacing it. Okay. Yes, we the people of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect union, the first thing 
is to form a more perfect union, right? Better than the one that they had in which they were ruled by a king and it was tyrannical. They were being taxed. They were being oppressed. Uh, in order to form a more perfect union, here's the second thing, too, to establish justice. Uh, the Bible says that by wisdom a house is established, by understanding it is built Justice, the legal definition of justice, is the right to be left alone. So the Constitution and anyone who protects the Constitution is trying to promote, to establish justice, uh, to ensure domestic, um, to ensure domestic tranquility. Tranquility is peace. To ensure that is what the police should be doing. That is what they have sworn an oath to do to protect the Constitution, which says to ensure uh, domestic tranquility to provide uh, for the common defense, to promote uh, the common welfare, for the common welfare, and to secure the liberty for ourselves and for our uh, prosperity. We do hereby establish and ordain this Constitution uh, for the United States of America. Man, that's that's the Constitution. That's the the beginning, the preamble of the, of the Constitution, which I was thinking about all last night to make sure that I could uh, uh, know, right? Because when I'm getting, I, I I wasn't doing anything wrong. I just had a ticket on my on my window. In order for civil statutory law to be enforced upon you or any other person, they have the they have to prove that you have consented to doing so with your signature, with their signature, that there is a, an agreement of informed consent uh, within that contract if, you, if they want to enforce laws upon you. They don't, th they don't know if I have a license. Um, so my registration, they say in proper registration, but I let my registration go on because... Um, that is to say expire because I don't want to register. I'm not, I don't want to, I'm changing my civil and political relationship with the government. And um, so I'm not going to register that because I don't need to. Um, and it's, it's lawful for me to not um, participate with um, a certain specific society if I do not agree with their laws and with their ordinances and with their statutes, which I definitely do not. And this is... Um, this is it's it's unlawful. It's just wrong for them to be doing what they're doing, and this is why people don't um, are in fear of of the policemen who are supposed to be bringing peace. But how does how does ticketing someone at four o'clock in the morning promote peace? How does that how does it promote general welfare? How does it uh, provide for the common defense? How does it do that? How does it? Uh, ensure the uh, domestic tranquility? How does it establish justice, ticketing someone at 4 o'clock in the morning just because you're bored, right? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, guys. It's unfortunate, but that's, uh, that's what I'm dealing with a little bit right now. So I decided I'd share that story with you since that is my... This is a part of my path to freedom. They did... I did send them, again, a conditional acceptance letter. They sent me back... Well, we look forward to seeing you on this date 
which they changed from the original ticket date. And so we were, so that's what we're doing. Um, well, I'll keep you guys updated on, on that whole spiel. So I, I did want to talk a little bit about my thoughts on sovereignty. I've been looking up videos on sovereignty, basically about how people are interacting with cops. And when you search up sovereignty on YouTube or any other website, you'll get a, a whole bunch of information regarding how police can deal with them and how sovereign citizens are a domestic threat. And to be honest, some of them are. Like when I watch the YouTube channels of interactions with sovereigns, uh, people who call themselves sovereign citizens, or m maybe they don't, maybe they do, but they sure have an air of arrogance to them. Um, I I tend to really be disgusted at the way that some people speak to police officers uh, and the way that they are antagonizing um, other people. And I'm going to give you guys a point by point on why I think that um, you cannot be sovereign unless you uh, have love and respect for your fellow human being and love and respect does not um, dishonor or disrespect or antagonize poke fun um, and call names that are really out of pocket so a sovereign citizen if you don't know is basically a blanket term used by mainstream sources to slander constitutional citizens who are fed up with the tyrannical abuse of the government now what we have to understand in any situation, particularly with police officers or any other government agent, is that they are human beings. They feel, they uh, hear, they they have senses, they have consciousness, they're 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 sentient, and they are they have feelings. Okay, so when you treat people, here's the golden rule: if you treat people the way that you want to be treated, then then there's no issue there. If you were in a place of power, um, or if you were not even power, if you were in a place in which you were a public servant, would you want the people you were um, sworn to protect, you know, yelling at you, calling you names, uh, and these types of things? Probably, probably not. But also, it 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 has to uh, it has to do with a lot of how police officers have an air of arrogance to them too, because they have a gun, because they have a badge, they think that they can essentially do whatever they want, say whatever they want, and that, they're, that they are in some ways above the law, which um, is not true, right? Now, if we're talking about being above the law, we have to understand that people are, individuals are actually above the law. Why? Because we create the law, right? Uh, our natural rights, when we vote, when we, uh, I wouldn't say vote, when we um, elect people, when we are doing these things, yeah, we are creating these these laws and we are creating these policies because uh, it comes from the people. These laws come from the people, right? And again, um, I, I do want to say that the law is how cultures codify their morality. It's how we codify our morality. It's how, it's how we show ourselves and others Where's our, our moral standards? Where, where's our moral compass? Where's that at? So uh, sovereign citizens, um, it's just a blanket term, right? And unfortunately, uh, while it is a 
neutral term, it has become weaponized by the mainstream media because of a handful of people who uh, just are very, they're just not nice people. And they, they've had their fair share of, they may, maybe they are nice people, but they just had their fair share of tyranny and they're fed up and now they act like, you know, children. The beginning of freedom recognizes God as the source of freedom as he is the creator of all things. And I think that that's important to recognize. That's important to understand. I would like to consider myself a sovereign constitutional citizen as opposed to a statutory citizen because I am changing my political and civil relationship with the government. But just like many people would call themselves Christians and do not want to associate with the maniac who is yelling at people at the corner and telling them they're going to burn in hell and preaching brimstone and fire. I myself do not associate myself with those types of people who say that they are sovereign, but who do not act with respect and dignity as uh, God would really would have demanded of them. So if we don't have God at the forefront as a, as our source of freedom and the creator of all, uh, all freedom, particularly of, of those of humans and, and others, then uh, we're, we're sorely missing the point. And if they're just anarchists and they are lawless and they don't think that they, they don't recognize the difference between public and private rights, they don't recognize the difference between um, the different types of law that exist out there, um, they just want to live however they want to and don't want to be told what to do, uh, you know, which is fair but they want to do it in a very arrogant and somewhat um, high-minded way. Those are not the people that, I'm, that I want to be in contact with or associated with, not at all. Because our sovereignty is an extension of our creator who has delegated that his human creation possess and use authority granted by God to fulfill his divine mandate. Now remember, guys, that uh, the law of God is representative of his character, his nature, his function, who he is. That is uh, the expression of, of that law. And so when God has given us a sovereignty, um, well, he has given us authority, right? And man is supposed to um, use that authority that it, that is given to him by God and as much and is free to use it as long as man fulfills the divine mandate. And now there are two mandates seen in the book of Genesis. And I particularly like to look at the Bible as a law book. But there are two in the book of Genesis. One is the fruitfulness mandate and then the other one is the dominion mandate. Now, the fruitfulness mandate, right, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion over all the earth and these types of things. But there is a set structure. There is a boundary by which uh, he wants us to do that, right? He doesn't say, yeah, just live your life the way that you want to. You have free will. You can, you can eat whatever you want and drink whatever you want, treat people however the way you want to. No, that's not how he says to do so. Everything that he has given us and the authority and the power that he has given us, he has given us so that we may delegate it according to his nature, 
his character and his function. And the essential nature and character of God uh, is described in 1 John chapter 4, which he says, Brothers, let us love one another because love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. That is the nature and character of his being. And the first commandment that we recognize and know is to love God and to love others, right? Now, if God resides within you, then you also love yourself, right? And in loving yourself, you recognize, hmm, I'm not going to harm another person because I'm not going to harm myself, right? However, I would want to be treated, if I would want to be name-called, if I would want to be antagonized, if I would want to be poked and prodded, if I would want to be um, pushed around by the words of people who claim to be sovereign citizens, if I would not like to that, then I would not um, treat other people like that. And that is to love God. And that is to love other people. Because if you can love yourself, then you can love other people. If you don't treat yourself with love, then you you are going to have a very hard time loving other people. And again, this goes back to these... Uh, I mean, just if you want to check it out, go ahead and just look up sovereign uh, citizen versus police officer. And you'll see that these people... Um, they're just they're lawless in their hearts. Maybe not lawless in the, in constitutional way, but lawless according to biblical law, in which we are told to love one another. So once man steps outside the lawful boundaries, we're talking about the spiritual law of the Creator's will and trust. Um, that sovereignty no longer exists, and man is put under the constraints of God's law in which they are going to be held accountable for their actions, their thoughts, and their in the intentions of their heart. If the intentions of your heart uh, seem good to you, the scripture says uh, God will judge the heart of every man, right? So... Men who seek to live lawlessly, who antagonize their fellow human beings, who reject the values of peace, of love, of, of mercy, reconciliation, restitution, these are not sovereign, not according to my opinion, and not according to biblical definitions. Men who are responsible for their actions and thoughts according to the spirit of the law cannot be recognized uh, excuse me, who are not responsible for their actions and thoughts according to the spirit of the law cannot be recognized as such. Now, we remember the law is spiritual. That is Romans seven fourteen. So if we recognize that the law is spiritual, then we recognize that uh, it first starts with on the inside. All law first starts on the inside. And um, we are, we are, always going to be held accountable to the law of God, always. And that's important to understand and know because then it forces us to make sure that we treat people with respect, with kindness, with concern. Um, we can inform people. Not everyone's going to hear us, but I guarantee that they will listen to us better if we, are, if we do all things in love, with patience, with kindness, with joy and humility. So with that being said... That is my thoughts on sovereignty. Much appreciated to all of you who are listening. Sorry, this one was a little bit longer, but wanted to get that off my chest. 
I will be posting up a video on YouTube. We will talk about franchises today, civil franchises, and why it is important that we basically um, quit these civil franchises because um, they're, they're not good for us. All right. See you guys on our next episode.